0: Welcome to the Stories from Africa podcast. This is Erica Esther, The Journey, Episode 3. This podcast was recorded at Erica Esther's residential garden. Keep listening.
1: Uh, the city I was living in, as I said, mm-hmm. it's more like aristocrats. It's just uh, old, retired people. Uh, and, you know, it, the, the age group, it, I didn't have my kind of age to relate too much because it was the extremes. Okay. Very retired people who have a lot of money in the countries they come from and these like their holiday home. And then the other ones were really young students. Oh, I see. Extremes. uh, It was the two extremes. And I was like, you know, I didn't know anybody in Bangkok, honestly. So this was, this was it. So let me tell you what happened to me that week. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. When I say choices are very funny. So I told the lady, I can't take the position to be permanent. I went back to Hua Hin. And that one, when I was going... To the To the bars where I'm telling you these street bars, yes um, I, I, I walk across this poster, so the poster was just in Hilton. I think the, yeah, it was in Hilton. And you see there's a fashion event happening. there is a beauty, fashion and everything happening. I look at the ticket price. <laughs> Do you know what the ticket price was? What was it? Basically, I used half of my salary. To pay just for one ticket. You call me mad, but that was my choice. So for example, you earn thirty thousand, yeah? And then there's an event which is fifteen thousand. One ticket. Yeah, just a ticket to to get there. And I I said yes, I will spend all that money to get inside that.
0: That was risk taking.
1: How do you call it a risk if this is your passion and you look at it like it's still money?
0: And is this the first time you're coming across something that you're passionate about or had you come across something that you're passionate about before? I was always before?
1: passionate about fashion. I and mean, even by the time I was even in school, and there so many times I fought with my mom on uh, my style sense, you know. By the time I was in Allianz, France, everybody, you know, they used to actually uh, make fun of me and say Erica Badu, not realizing that my first name was actually Erica. But I already had an, uh, an eccentric way of dressing.
0: Was this, did, did any of your folks understand that this is what you're passionate about? Oh,
1: they did not. Can you imagine they had had to understand it like, let's say, when I'm in my late 30s. That's how they understood now what I really do. I mean, they will have a glimpse of the idea but understanding it
0: so they would see you being different and dressing and, and, different, and of but... course
1: and being a fast that is very hard you know how many fast do you know who are rebellious they're always the two good issues <laughs> they're the perfect one in the family they're smart they're everything you don't meet fast who are rebellious or like i mean my two sisters are really geniuses <laughs> they're smart mm-hmm. i mean without them i still can't run my brand because i still ask them a lot of questions no i see yeah
0: so now you, you you decide, I'm going to spend half my salary?
1: Yes, on, on this event. <gasps> that was the best investment I ever did. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Yeah, that was the best investment. I went so, there.
0: So now you didn't just go to an event. For you, you look at it as an, an investment.
1: Exactly. That's how I work. Even when you look at how I work, how I sell my stuff, how I market myself. Yes, am I big on uh, IG? No, but I have repeat clients. I have proper clientele and it's also a choice on how I market myself, who I want to approach. And I also want to save a bit of my space for myself with the people who really see my vision.
0: And so this this happening to you, you making this kind of uh, decision, was it something that was inculcated in you to take such uh, risks or was it just something that you did randomly?
1: I mean, look at, look at my life. You come from Eastlands, you just go to Venezuela. There are not many people who will say that you come. And I had already chosen a structure. I mean, even I'd chosen, in my head, I'd chosen the type of man I want to date. I was like, it has to be, have proper manners. I'm like, I didn't like Sheng. I mean, my mom used to beat us. <laughs> you couldn't speak Sheng in the house.
0: How are you from Eastlands and you don't like Sheng?
1: <laughs> no, true story. We were brought up that way. My mom will come back to the house and, uh, She'll always say, you either speak proper English here or you speak good Swahili. <laughs> I mean, she's a Lua, so her English was better than her Swahili. <laughs> so then you know, you you go to school and that's where you do learning. But my mom, every weekend, you'll have to fill in the crossword puzzles what? before you go out and play. Yeah. As kids. Yeah, yeah. You have to, I mean, yeah. That's okay. So and this is what I learned. It's not where you're born. Mm-hmm. It's not where you're born. I That's see. what I'm saying. When I when I keep on talking about limited mindset and growth mindset, it's very different. Just because you're in this space, my mom did not allow us to have this. I mean, at that time, my I, I knew some of my friends in college. They will date all these touts, you know, that time, which was, mm-hmm. which was the time when they're sagging their... Baggy jeans and everything. Oh and my that is God. something
0: very common in Eastlands.
1: Yes, I, it was it was repulsive for me.
0: Oh, I see. Pull
1: up your pants. <laughs> it was repulsive. And you can imagine at that age, I found it repulsive. Okay. But all my age mates were dating all these Because for them, it was like, this is this is it. And I'm like, this is not it. Yeah. Wow, okay. So that's why I believe it's, it's not... Yes, your surrounding affects you. It affects how you think, your environment will do that. But sometimes when you, like my parents are very strong and my parents had a, a very different way of of thinking, that also helped me to find myself.
0: So I would also want to find out, now considering that you had stayed in Kenya and now you, 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 you have traveled a bit, you're in Cambodia right now. Yeah. But now the question is, what, what did you find that was different between Kenyans and how we behave and how we interact with each other that is different when you're out there?
1: So I wouldn't speak because, you know, uh, I think maybe most people listening to your podcast, uh, they have lived mostly in Europe, America. I lived in Asia. I lived in Southeast Asia. I, know. Uh, I lived and working for Singaporeans, Hong Kong. I traveled to Russia. Uh, I, I worked in Moscow for a bit. I even worked in India for two weeks. So I mean, at that time when I was working, I was more of a stylist and a personal shopper. But when you look at uh, all, I mean, when you look at Asians, there's a kind of respect which is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, when my uh, my sister and I talk of our experiences, it's very different. You know, she studied in the U.S. It was it was it was very hard for her. When I listened to the stories she has compared to me. So Asians are, are more in the classism sector than racists. The Racism. They practice classism. But, you know, if you want to put all this in a box, as I said, the limited mindset and the growth mindset is very different. We're still in Kenya. I can still go to Kibera and, you know, I can I, I can go through tribalism. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of, you know, of tribalism.
1: So why would I say these people, some somebody will not like you for your color, okay. Mm-hmm. Somebody will not like you, but in Asia, what is there is mostly classism.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah. So what happens to when you get to Cambodia now?
1: Also, of course, I went to Cambodia. The usual doings: get my visa, wait for it. You know, life there is very different because when you're in the border, it's it's very you see it like very village life, but <laughs> things are happening. You know, casinos are happening, food street is happening, and everything. I, I what never. What do you
0: mean by village life?
1: You know, it is it is busy and dusty and not well developed. Cambodia is not oh, well yeah. developed. I mean, it's two extremes when you compare Thailand. Thailand is really, really well. It's in the
0: first world. Yeah,
1: I mean, if I want to put it that, mm-hmm. then when you live out of Bangkok and uh, you see it very differently. Um, so I I never went to Penang Pei, the 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 capital itself, but I'm talking about the border side. Oh, yeah, it's I very see. different. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, that's what happened. I came back and I was just telling you about this ticket I bought and I was like, I'm going to look fabulous for this event. I went to this event. I've never seen an amount of beautiful men and women in one space. It's like, it was shocking. And also you feel very insecure about yourself. Um... And yeah, so the good thing, they all liked my fashion sense.
0: So to help help us understand, what mm-hmm. did you do to your fashion? What did you make something? Did you oh, buy no, something? I didn't. I
1: I bought something. Actually bought something from this old granny. I was very attached to her. I know her. Mm-hmm. So th- this woman, we never used to talk. Have you ever I don't know who has ever practiced this. Maybe somebody's listening to this. I have never had a conversation because we didn't have uh, she's she was like 80s or going to 90s, yeah? Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: And there I am in my late 20s. We were sitting down for two hours. One hour is probably eating and eating, and I'm sitting at her store. But I, I always felt so comfortable. Okay. Like, why was that? She reminded me of my grandmother. Oh, I see. But secondly, it was just because how will you sit down with somebody for this amount of hours, don't have any language connection, but you have an energy connection. But you're very comfortable there. So this is. So I went to her, and you know, I think she understood what I was looking for. Then she like look for there because she she always brought these unique things, mm-hmm. um, second hand and new brands. I think it's her her daughter used to make her work. <laughs> if I think of it, but she was very nice. So I I got something from her, and I that day I decided that I'm going to be driven. Because I, when I was living in Huahina, I used to drive my own motorbike. So Yeah, I learned how to drive, to ride a motorbike <laughs> when I lived <laughs> I lived in Asia. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that, basically when I used to go to, to teach, I used a scooter. I would mm-hmm. call it a scooter, but mm-hmm. I learned how to do a motorbike. So, yeah. yeah. So one thing led to another. I went to this event. I met a lot of people and they told me tomorrow there's a private party which is happening in this beach house. And it's also a resort coming up. It's one of the luxury resorts. Please come.
0: So I was like, What made you stand out?
1: Oh, of course, uh, there was only one black male model in that event. And then I was the only other black woman. And I then, see. of course, I dressed up, and you know, I was talking. Then I, you know, I decided to take all these pictures. I don't know with Miss 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 world, Thailand. You know, you oh, met wow. all these okay. people. Okay. And when you're invited to the next day, you're like, yes, this ticket. Is it because
0: everything. of that? That high price tag means there'll be a certain class of people in such an event. Of course, event? I mean,
1: looking, looking, looking at it. When when I when I'm telling you that kind of ticket, even when I convert it now, uh, at that time. Uh, 7,000 baht. 7,000 baht is probably uh, 20,000 uh, Kenya shillings. So it's $200. Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. That is pretty high. That's
1: pretty high. Yeah. And still not with alcohol. Okay. You see, I mean, there's small alcohol going through, uh-huh. but it's what they've chosen to serve you. But if you want something else, it's very different. Wow, okay. Yeah. And, and I mean, that was some time back still. So it, they had their own mm-hmm. kind of clientele who are going to come. And I chose that's where I'm going to be.
0: you're teaching me very interesting lessons. <laughs> 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 that is a lesson for me, I suppose, uh-huh
1: yeah, I mean go go to places which you 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 have to learn, go to spaces where you're going to be uncomfortable. That's what I've done all my life until I'm here. I'm still doing those uncomfortable stages. Wow, yes, I am.
0: So did you manage to go to the private? Yes, I
1: went to the beach party. I had fun. I drank myself off. I forgot everything. You know how parties are. Beach parties are not a joke. Um, and then, you know, I met other people. Then they told me, oh, uh, we are, we're in this agency. If you ever ever want to come to become a model, let us know. You know, I was not. I'm, Hold I mean,
0: up. Yeah. Are you for real?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, of course, you know, when you compare it to the Asians, I was like a fat soap when I say that, it's like the very the very slim, you know. And then when you look at yourself there, you're almost looking like a bodyguard. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that it was too big. But I think when you look at, them, it's like, ah, why not? And um, I did a lot of. So it, uh, when you when I say modeling, <clears throat> there's a lot of, uh, if um, modeling you can choose, you know, commercial runway, and then I also do the party models. Mm-hmm. Party models pay more because. What normally happens is just, there's this extreme rich person who has no social life. And then some people pay to have fake friends, you know?
0: Okay, what are you saying?
1: So, okay, for example, picture this. You've come here to my place, yeah? Yes, yes. And let's take it that I'm extremely wealthy. Yeah. Yeah. So my life, if I'm going to celebrate it, maybe I'm going going to decide to be social maybe once in three months. Yeah, yeah. of course, I do not have plenty of f- friends. Yeah. So they organize for people to be there. So they will organize models to look good in the swimming area. Oh They'll organize goodness. You will organize fake friends. Yeah. No, it's not like this this thing now we're doing on, on internet. We are uh, like on social media where you're having fake friends. People literally paid to have fake friends.
0: And, and, and look good in your space.
1: Yes, yes. Wow, okay. And I didn't mind the money. It was so good. So, yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> very interesting I think I need to meet some of these wealthy people
1: yes <laughs> and, we all and see that for <laughs> myself <laughs> it, it, it was like I mean this was shocking No, so when you ask me what's shocking I'm like so people literally have no friends people are paying to for, yeah, but for I an can, event to look I, good I
0: can't even imagine if, if you're that wealthy yes you know you're always busy maybe traveling the globe yes yes
1: yeah. so
0: you end up coming back let's say home and you don't have many acquaintances you don't yes. have yes yeah Maybe your friends are scattered across the globe. Exactly. I see. Yeah. Wow. Okay.
1: So, I mean, uh, one thing led to another. Then, of course, uh, it shifted. I ended up getting into a relationship. Then I ended up now going to Singapore. So I went there for a short while, did my course. Uh, I, Of course, I couldn't afford the whole long haul. But I chose the kind of place that I'm going when I chose it, I had in mind like where I'm going, I'm going to meet this caliber of people. So it's like every action or choice you choose, you have to look at it, what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And e- everything requires a sacrifice. If you're going to sacrifice uh, yourself to go and study or be uh, surrounded with mediocre people, uh-huh. you're just going to receive that. I so see. when I was looking at myself, I said, I don't have this much, but if I go there and I can study for this amount of semester, what am I hoping to achieve? Mm-hmm. I mean, apart from the basic teaching of fashion and everything, mm-hmm. it's a kind of students who are going there.
0: Oh, yeah. The networks that you'll actually make.
1: Yes. And that's how I became a personal shopper. Because wow. I was like, you know, once you get acquainted, you are like, really? Just send me. Instead of just having your nanny go to the to shop for you, here I am. <laughs> and you always have to remind people where, who you are, where you are not i i did not go and pretend that i own this or anything i i just came with what i have and the strength i have
0: wow okay yeah. <laughs> so this time because the other times you're not very serious with school you were skiving did, did that mentality change and and is it because you're doing something you loved to do
1: oh yes yes it it uh, oh, of course it, it 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 changed it shifted and i wanted to know more and learn more uh, especially when I realized, okay, in this class with all these classmates, mm-hmm. some of them they come from extreme privilege. I said, if, if I can't get to this extent, I want to get into an extent where I'm saying these doors which open for me here, I'm going to take it to the next level. But then that's how also my taste evolved. You know, um, you start going to these rich neighborhoods, you're invited to these yacht events. Like that's the first time you go to such kind of events, you start looking at things very different because now you are surrounded with very different people and uh, different ways of thinking, different ways of eating. I mean, even drinking, mm-hmm. so it's very different, you know.
0: You know, it makes me start to maybe understand why uh, Kenyans, especially some of these wealthy Kenyans, would take their kids to specific schools. Is is do you resonate with that? Is that
1: you, um, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I agree and disagree. I wouldn't be the perfect person to to say that. I mean, some of the Kenyans, yes, are they taking their children because they want to please the community, mm-hmm. or they're really taking the the kids to that place because they know it's going to uh, give them. A better networking place. But when you look at life itself, where did I study? And who did I meet these people?
0: Yeah, but that's look, later on in life.
1: Yeah, it's still later in life. But at the end of it, even when you take them to school, yeah. it's still later in life. Oh yeah. You can still take your kid to Yale, mm-hmm. hope, hope for the best. Sure. Because you don't know what they're going to do with the education you have handed them. So as I said, I'm not the right person to say if they're taking them, I think they're taking them. Uh, for them not to, for them to expand the way they're thinking. Mm-hmm. It's just not mm-hmm. the education. It's like because they give them more of a uh, freedom, and they they also pay attention to the details of of the kids. Okay, yeah, I, that's what I
0: I want to believe. So uh, when you, where was it again? Uh, where are you now? So
1: so in Singapore spent some months there Uh then of course came back to Thailand because I really had connection with photographers with agencies.
0: So you made these connections in Singapore? Yes. And did you finish your classes?
1: I couldn't finish the long haul I couldn't afford the whole thing I just I paid what I could (laughs) to get me connected to.
0: to (laughs) Who was advising you? I didn't
1: have an advice. I think I got this from my grandmother. Uh We call it uh, natural uh, wisdom. And my instincts are also very strong. Um, It's just knowing, you know, it's, it's, um, it's it's not, it's, you're not taught. You know, it's like when somebody says I'm street smart compared to somebody who says I'm book smart. Uh, They work very differently. But if you're working from a place of you don't know where it's coming from, but this is very organic. It's raw intelligent, I call
0: mm-hmm. it. I see. has not
1: been conditioned.
0: It's, it's seeing, you're able to see things differently yes, from what other yes, people would. Yes.
1: I, I always have that. Yeah. So that has always been my surviving strength. I mean, I can sit down in the streets of any place and really, um, you know, get along. I can sit down with the princess of somebody and really get along. I believe so. I see. And yeah, it's uh just
0: so so where does the story go from here
1: so where does the story go from here come back to thailand work some years in the fashion industry
0: so now you started working in the fashion industry
1: i started working in the fashion industry